Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Pretty good. Pretty good, considering we took an L tonight, but hey, girls, that's the way it goes. Girls took an L tonight. Who's the, uh, who, whose socks did you wear tonight? Uh, these are the 1995 NBA All-Star Game socks. So you got 1995 NBA All-Star Game socks. My question for you is, with all of the different NBA players and different types of NBA socks that you have, you've got the, the slacks on. Uh, beautiful, beautiful pleat, by the way, in the slack. Do you do your own ironing or do you get them? These pants are about three days old. Ah, so that's you, how that you happens. still got a nice pleat in it. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll tell you, I do hang them, though, uh, like they hang yeah. them in the stores, though. So yeah. that like the yeah, try to keep the, the creases still in the front. Right. Right. So the creases. Well, yeah. And sure. So my right. question for you is like I wear slacks every day for work. I call mm-hmm. them slacks. That's probably super old. I don't know what else you call them. Uh, dress pants, maybe is the way to go. Sure. I think they feel like I'm wearing a pair of uh, um, pajama pants, personally. Like they're comfortable? Yeah, I love them. Nice. Love them. So I love my, 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 when I wear them every single day. But even if you put them up on your right, eventually you're going to either have to get them pressed or you're going to have to get an iron on them. Yep. Yeah. So. Are you an iron guy or do you just let it go? And when the pleat's gone, the pleat's gone. Because it's not always easy. Sometimes the worst pleat I ever got was when I took my pants to a dry clean. I ended up with a double pleat. They really? Terrible. It was like Ooh. totally, I had two creases. Those places have like high school kids working there. Yeah. I'm not some sure. of them. Yeah. That's why I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I, I, uh, only, I only do iron if they're really wrinkly. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, good for you. I mean, if I'm going to like a, a wedding or something, that's I'll I'll maybe throw one on there, but wearing these to work. So I've got a question about the socks. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, I'm gonna ask the question about the socks while we get into Reese's. We are on week number four thousand two hundred and sixty-seven of Reese's. Uh, and if you have never heard the podcast before, this is a sports podcast. We will talk about some sports today. We've got uh major league baseball with a ton with winter meetings starting, which means Trades are coming out and free agent signings are happening like crazy. Big free agent signings are happening fast right now. Uh, none, there's not like the big guys are gone. Like yeah. there's been a couple of years where there's been some big guys and it's like, oh, are they going to get signed? No, this year it's happening. Yeah. Um, so we've got that. We've got our NFL picks that we do every week. But to start off, we like to try a different Reese's branded candy. That's right. And Chris, this week, uh, it is the Reese's Holiday Mystery Shapes. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know they did a mystery shape. Neither did I until I went bonanza at Kroger the other week. And, and was, but you said you had yeah. enough to get us through the end of the year, so... So we're, we're, we're polishing off the rest of this bag, so just take a handful here. And- All right, sounds good. That's easy enough. So these are the Reese's uh, random mystery shape Christmas season. Are you allowed to say Christmas season, holiday season? On this podcast, you are. On this podcast, (laughs) we're allowed to? All right. Christmas season 
I got a. <laughs> is, that a snow, is that a snowman? Here's my favorite thing. I think that's a Christmas tree, but here's my favorite thing. That's a Christmas tree? They do way better on a Christmas tree. So far, <laughs> you've got a bunch of blobs By like the way. this. What do you got? I got like part of a bone or something. <laughs> Turn it sideways. Turn it up. Yep. Yeah. That's a stocking. You got stocking. Christmas stocking. I mean, it's kind Holy of Holy cow, stocking. these are so bad. This is a stocking for a for a cankle. Show that yeah. thing up to the TV for all the YouTube viewers out there. Wow, that looks more like something else. <laughs> Just looking at the screen. Anyway. Yeah. Um, these mystery shapes, I've now this is I ate part of the bag before. Proud of my That's all right. But these things do not look like real shapes. No. They're bad. Somebody I was I was showing them to somebody and they and somebody said it looks like a they opened one, they're like, this is a guy's torso. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I like that. They they are real mystery. They that, really are. There mystery. is no doubt. Uh, Reese's doesn't even know what these are. <laughs> right. All right. So I'm going to rate this. So this is basically, I'm sorry. I apologize. Adam, first impression. No, you go. No, first. no. We've got to keep this. Listen, this is a high, highly produced boot. <laughs> it's a highly produced podcast here. We got we to stay on it. So, so far, the random mystery shapes have been a blob, which could have been a Christmas tree or a snowman, and capital J. A capital J. That's it. Uh, for Jingle Bells. Bingo. My first impression is this. So the shapes are hilarious. They don't look like real things. You can you can make them out, but you have to really see them and, and really like concentrate on it. Bad job on the, on the shape. But the peanut butter to chocolate ratio that we always talk about, I think it's fantastic in these. This is closer to the big cup peanut butter chocolate ratio than it is the uh, regular original. It really kind of reminds me of a smaller version of like the, the tree or the egg yep. or the pumpkin. You yep. Know? So, dude, I'm getting J capital J's every single time. You might have gotten the only, the only tree left or whatever that mm-hmm. first thing was. Oh, yeah, there's a torso. <laughs> Look at that. I mean, that's a maybe that's a torso. Here, this is, a, be a bell. this is an out of shape torso, mm-hmm. and this is an in shape torso. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Bell, you think? Oh, bell. Yep. Okay. I think it's a Christmas bell. How about that? Yeah, a little like mm-hmm. little doohickey there. Got the little hangy down mm-hmm. thing. Um, maybe it's a throat. Maybe it's, maybe it's the back of a throat. <laughs> All right, what do we got? How we, what are we rating these mystery shapes? All right, I got man, man, that's really good. I got a nine seven. Ooh, I got the torso nine seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going nine six, and I'm only knocking a point ahead, one point, one decimal point off because they got to do better. Uh, Reese's is better than this. Yeah. Reese's is better than this. I agree. I agree. This is top of the line. Top you got to have the top of the line shape. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, when I pull it out, I got to go, that's a bell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right off the bat. Other than that, they're absolutely delicious. Like, you know, oh, man. Mm. Yeah. So your socks. Mm-hmm. Since you lost today, how long till you give those a go? You know what? I'm trying to – I'm, I'm not – I'm giving up on the – 
on although I was gonna say I'm giving up on the superstition. Yeah. Although first game we won, wore red red top. Mm-hmm. Thought about wearing the red top because of the win. Did not do that. Black no top loss. Loss. I like the black better, but I'm 0 1 in the black and I'm 1 0 in the red. Look, uh, Xavier, before every game, uh, sends out this little cartoon looking thing and it shows what uniforms are going to be wearing, what, you know, what TV it's going to be on, what radio station it's on, um, you know, whole thing. But they do like the cartoons of the play of each player and then they'll have a player with the uniform on, whether it's their white or they're white with baby blue or they're white with regular blue or they're, um, baby blues with mostly that or navies or grays or blacks or whatever they wear but next to it it always has what their record is that year in those uniforms mm. nice I that's like helpful that. that's helpful that that definitely makes people more superstitious i'm, I'm sure 100 percent. and i'm i uh i'm with you i used to be i would tie the same shoes i would do everything a specific way i wore the same undershirt for every game i used to do so many things uh so many ways same underwear i mean i wash them but i would wear those same ones i always had the same socks i put my left shoe on right shoe or right shoe whatever i always had my thing that i would do and then i would be like oh man i was thinking about like i had a, a it was a i've i've had someone recently tell me they were watching a basketball game uh this is before Russell Westbrook just started yelling out loud, counting on the free throw line while Giannis Antetokounmpo was taking free throws. Did you see that? Westbrook's on the free throw line yelling, 1,001, 1,002, because Giannis takes forever on free throw line. I had a guy before that, I had a guy tell me the only time he's ever seen a 10 second call in a game was in a game that I was playing in grade school. Because I and I, you I, were called, I got called for a 10 second violation. Really? Yeah. He said he was watching some kids play. Uh, he was watching kids play, or he, he was coaching, and there was a kid on the free throw line. He's uh, he said, I was telling somebody about you during the game because you're the only person I've ever seen get called for a 10 second call. So, like, but I was superstitious. If I if I did something slightly off, I'd reset and go back into my free throw routine. You know, I don't I don't know that I knew about that rule when we were in grade school. I yeah. thought that was a newer rule. Honestly. Because nobody got called for it because nobody actually counted. But when I take free throw, referee would go, oh, my, okay, next time I'm counting this kid. Yeah. He's getting counted. This is yeah. taking too long. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to prove a point to this yeah. kid. Oh, you had to shoot him like Pat Kelsey, so. Exactly. <laughs> His big old, big old, free, big old spin out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Spin in the hand. One. Two, three, four. One more smaller spin. Breath. Bend the knees. Shoot. It was. I could tell you. I could do it right now. It took you exactly eleven seconds to say that. <laughs> I know exactly. So, um, anyway, I I used to be incredibly superstitious. I have. I don't do. I don't care at all anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I say that. There's part of me that probably still does some things. Same. Like when I'm in a game. Like when a game's happening and I'm coaching, especially in baseball. If a kid comes out and is throwing gas and is throwing strikes and gets first out, I won't move. I'll stay in that same spot. And I'll stay in that spot. Even if he gives up a hit, I'll stay in that spot until things get out of, out of hand and I'll move down a little bit or move here. Or, like, if I find myself talking to somebody or helping and 
I got, I'm then the game starts back up. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll be right back. And I jump up and run back to my spot. So I do it in game. I think I still do it, huh? but, but I'm very much a proponent of making sure that the kids and everybody around, like when they say, Oh, sorry, I didn't wear this or I didn't do this. Like it has not like, no, has nothing to do with it. I think it's more because now as a coach, I get irritated. Like you, that has zero to do with it. We played like garbage. That's why we lost or, you know, yeah. something like that. So anyway, the superstition, I didn't know if you had superstition with your socks or not. No, not necessarily. No. Um, I don't know. I, I, maybe I need to. Yeah. Maybe I should get back to it. I don't know. I've thought about it too. Not, now that I'm, we're talking about this, I think it might be time to get a little extra superstitious. <laughs> I mean, I still don't step on a line when I jump, when I walk out to go see a pitcher or, or I tell my kids when we're warming up, if, uh, if they're tossing or we're doing whatever drills before a game and a ball rolls onto the field, I stop them before they get done or just let it go. You let it sit there until somebody goes, until we go to warm up on the field and then we throw it in. Do not step on that field. They, it's freshly dragged field, brand new lines. Do not put a footprint on that until this game's ready to start. Yeah. I like that. That irritates me. Don't don't walk on my field. If I just drug the field, don't walk out on the field. Yeah. If you gotta set the bases up, you gotta set the bases up. I get that, but don't walk. Just randomly decide you're gonna walk out on the field. Yeah. So irritating. It's just a, a, a newly manicured field. Just looks so beautiful. Yeah. You just don't want to mess it up until you have to. Until you have to. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, uh, let's continue on our way. What's what's the first thing we got to talk? About? You. Oh, Let's get off the sports things. Let's start off. What what do you got going on? That what do you have going on? There? I, I I tell you a real quick story today. I I'm sure. Well, I'll ask you in a second. But I I'm getting home from work today. All right. I got gotta I gotta go in and and get a few things ready before I head out to our game. So I'm getting home from work, and I'm pulling down my street. I'm getting close to pulling in my driveway, and I see a guy that I figure out is going door to door about something. Yep. So he is crossing my, as I'm approaching my driveway, he is crossing my next door neighbor's yard. Oh man. Oh, you did. Uh, there's no way you pulled into your driveway. I, I, <laughs> I no, I had to go in and get some stuff done, but, um, cause I had limited time. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to face this. So I pull into the driveway so point of the driveway and i parked kind of on the side of my house and i'm like okay what's this gonna be about so i open my door and he's crossing like the front of my yard and i'm like Mm -hmm. on the side of my house now so only you know maybe 15 feet away or something like that but as soon as i open my door i think he's expecting me to step out right away so he i open my door and i hear him say from back there go something like hey how you doing sir uh i'm so and so and uh you didn't get all your stuff i'm grabbing i'm grabbing my some shoes i'm grabbing a backpack i'm grabbing all this stuff to take him in the house (laughs) (laughs) so i hear him say that and i take a few extra seconds so then i'm like kind of rushing now Mm -hmm. because leaving the guy hanging and uh, so I get out. Did you act like you like you didn't hear him? No, I get out and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going? Yeah, you know, yeah. fine." Or how, how's it going or whatever. <laughs> and so he starts his spiel right, right away. Right into it. Yeah. ABC always be selling. Right. <laughs> always be closing. ABC always be closing. <laughs> always be selling. Always be generating new cells on your body. On your body cells. Oh. Yeah, cells. <laughs> <laughs> um. So 
he he starts his whole thing. And let me ask you this: so, do you get many solicitors around here? Yeah. So Delhi actually has a website, and like they people have to ask to be allowed to go door to door in Delhi. Okay. So you like they have to get a license, or maybe not a license, but like it, it has to be, to be approved. approved. Has to be approved. Yeah, and they gotta have they have to have credentials and all this other stuff that has to be. So if somebody comes to your house and they don't they don't have a credential on them, then you can be like, nah, baby, nah, I'm up out of here, bro. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, we get them every now and then. But during the day, I'm not home. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I work from home a couple of days a week, and there have been there have been times where I get a knock on the door, and it's always everybody and there you know so many people have talked about this, and comedians have talked about. It about how different it is now like you didn't think so much about it years and years ago if somebody knocked on your door Mm -hmm. it's probably a neighbor a friend whatever people showed up now it's like oh my god somebody i wasn't expecting it somebody knocked on my door turn off the lights turn off the tv (laughs) lock lock the door you know go in the basement something yeah and uh so it is i i mean i i'm guilty of that a little bit uh, cause I'm like, who would be knocking on my door right now? You know? Yeah. But anyway, you go answer it and then you gotta, uh, some people, it's easy for them to just slam a door in somebody's face. Some people it's, you can't say no to people and you gotta let them talk. And I think we're probably a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, t- I'm, I'm more late. I used to be, you're, I'm, you're going to get to say everything you want to say when I go to a door lately though, we've been so busy in life for the last you know, every, if, even through the pandemic, like we've just been busy with kids stuff and everything. I will tell somebody, man, I ain't got no time. I'm sorry. I don't have time. Appreciate it. You know, I appreciate what you're doing, but I don't have time. Sorry. Yeah. And I will not close the door in their face, but I will, I'll ask for a card or something. And just go ahead. Yeah. Be on your way. Right. I, yeah. That's the other thing I do is like, I'm like, somebody wants to sell me something. I'm like, you know what? I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable making just a quick decision like this. Yeah. Is there a website or something I can look up? I'll look into more information. Oh, well, I'll tell you about. how about this? How about this though? I'll give you an extra twenty percent off of what I the first twenty percent I was going to give you. We'll do an extra twenty percent off if you sign up right now. I yeah. hate that. Yeah, when people do I, stuff like that. It, that makes me so mad. Like I just told you, I'm doing. Re- I want to do research on it. I'm done. Yeah. The, the, the price isn't uh, maybe for some people they say that and then the price drops low enough and they're like oh, okay yeah. but i'm i'm seriously like i don't want to buy whatever you're selling almost automatically yeah no matter what the fact that you knocked on my door and disturbed my peace i i'm not that that already makes me want to say no to whatever it is yeah you which could be selling me gold for free cent yeah for free and i'm like no man, there's away. something to this yep you're get gonna, away dude i don't yeah yep. your case in my house you're yep. gonna come back exactly. tonight yep. rob me or something um yeah so <laughs> but i yeah I, i'll i have a hard time shooing people away so um but so sometimes i'm i'm stuck there for a while and at some point i'm like i do kind of get get what I need and be mm-hmm. like, okay, look, I, I'm really sorry, man. Especially while I'm, while I am working, it's, I know it's not a lie. I'm like, man, I'm in the middle of working. I'm in the middle of the work day. I, yeah. I really have to get back, you yeah. know? So, and they'll still press. I mean, it's they will so still annoying, press. isn't it? Yeah. And, and that's what I was going to say is, is it blows my mind that anybody does door to door anymore. Like, I, I feel like most people are probably so rude and just want to uh, shut the door in your face or do what my wife does. And, 
literally be standing in the living room, make eye contact with somebody who's knocking or ringing your doorbell and looking in through the side light of your, of your with a window next to the door and make eye contact and just turn around. Like, I'm just pretending like that didn't happen. I got too much going on. I'm not answering the door. Aaron, I don't blame her though. She's home by herself. She's like, I ain't, I ain't yeah. let answer the door for somebody coming. No, nah, I ain't happening. Yep. You never know what's going to happen. I look cool. Good thing is we have two dogs. So go ahead, come to yeah, my house. You guys you... have two horses that yeah. walk around yes. in this house. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, they will shove a nose right up somebody's crack and, and they will, because both of them, they will and they'll knock you down They, they, they <laughs> until they get to know you, which they know you. So they yeah. don't really jump on you anymore, but well, I'll tell you what, they knock people over. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, uh, so anyway, I, I had that going on today, uh, for a brief time and real nice guy and everything and young, real young guy it looked like. And I was like, man, I, and this is like the third or fourth person who has shown up to, uh, we're going to have somebody in the area tomorrow or the next day to give you a free estimate on your basement. Yeah. Everybody, it's there's there's a big basement thing going on now. Basement, I guess. the basement thing or the roof. It's always, hey, I've got some, I've got a crew in the neighborhood next week. They've got about four or five jobs. You know, we can get somebody over here and get you an estimate on your roof. Man, that roof just been replaced like six years ago. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we had some hail. Yeah, it's a roof. It'd be fine. Yeah. Yep. And I, I legitimately a couple of years ago had a guy it, within the last couple of years had somebody from like one of the big, bigger basement ceiling companies or whatever yeah, actually did come out and go into my basement and look around and, you know, told me, kind of gave me an estimate. Yeah. I think it might've been the first company that did that or whatever a few years ago. And, um, and I'm like, I'm like, (laughs) okay. It was one of those times where I just kind of gave in. Yeah. And, uh, so you you got it done. Well, the estimate, yeah. The estimate, yeah. Um, and it was going to be like $20,000 to waterproof your basement. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, good. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got no water in here right now. It's not finished. I'm not right. really worried about it. It's not, if finished. I see water, then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I, I really pretty much told him that I said, I, I actually do get a tiny bit, but it's like, you don't even see it coming in. You just like, we'll see like a little, little, little puddle at the yeah. base of the wall or something like that. And it's all concrete down there. It's not, you know, it's, it's not ruining anything. So, and there are drains down there and everything. So I'm like, there's no, there's no reason to get Except for the like deterioration that, that the water does to your, yeah. to the concrete. Yeah. I've got I'm cracks kidding. in the foundation yeah. and stuff, yeah. I, but it's, it's just regular just cracking from things. being. Yep. It's one of those things you get it done when old. it needs to get done. Yeah. I, I told, I was like, if I go to sell the house and that's the difference and I got to put that money into it I'll to get it. more out. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the solicitor so, thing is always funny. It's always a funny situation. My favorite one. So I have a uh, simply safe alarm system mm-hmm. and a guy comes to the house and he's selling some other alarm system. And I'm like, oh man, I, I got simply safe and you know, we like it. I, I have no problems with it. He goes, well, just let me show you what we can do. And I had time that day. My favorite is this. First thing, don't do this if you're a door-to-door salesman. Can I come in and show you? No, yeah. you can't come in. I was like, no, you're not coming in my house. I said, I like you're trying to sell me a security system and you're asking to come into my house. I mean, that's as unsecure as I could possibly be. At so, some and point, I told him gonna, that. Yeah, at I, some point, he would hit, hit part of his pitch would be like, 
you know, you, you did, did let me let in me here. Exactly. You got to be safer. Yeah. So I wa- I was like, nah, I'm good. I said, he said, well, I really would like to have a table so I can put all this out for you. And I was like, perfect. Walked around in my truck, opened the truck bed. I said, here's your table, brother. He goes, well, if we need to run, I was like, this is, this is fine. <laughs> so he showed me this stuff. Everything is exactly the same as what I got. And it's more. And I'm like, I don't understand. I said, I set all this stuff up. Well, we'll have somebody here that can set it up. I said, ah, the installation was free for this. I literally just put all this stuff in. Why would I, why would I switch? Well, you know, this has an infrared uh, on the camera. I was like, you're telling me that you, that I just paid all this money for all this stuff, installed it myself. And you've got this one little, there's only one thing that makes yours more expensive. And it's some kind of infrared on something that, I don't think that it even matters. And you're telling me that you want me to just get rid of all this stuff, pay even more money for somebody to bring something else in. I said, does that even make sense to you? What would you do if you're in my case? He's like, I understand. I understand. I said, I'll tell you what though, if you want practice, you can continue your spiel. (laughs) So I told him, I said, if you want practice, you're more than welcome to keep going. And he did. Did I was out there for 20 minutes. Wow. It was awesome. And I kept just going back to him, trying to make, you know, helping him out. Like, I'll be the guy. I'm going to give you, you give me your pitch. I'll give you an argument to it. You reply. Tell me, you know, let's play it. Like, play the game. I'll play the game with you. I'll be the devil's advocate. Let's have some fun. <laughs> he tried to get a sucker, and he ended up getting a coach. He got, he did. He tried to get a sucker, and he ended up getting a coach. He got a guy. He's probably like, oh, my God. Now all I really want to do is get away from this guy because he's not buying anything, and he just told me to take another however much time I need. I don't probably didn't want to be there at all. But there's some little thing in the back of his mind that said, I'm still get this guy maybe <laughs> no nah, baby no nah. totally uh, wasted his time totally wasted his time <laughs> sometimes that's how i oh speaking of oh this is another perfect one yesterday i get a phone call okay before we get into the sports i got a phone call yesterday and it's some um, you know whatever oregon or or washington or nevada wherever it came from mm-hmm. and i answered hello and it's always a pause and in, it's whenever there's a pause that means so I worked on the through at a phone center before, right? So the pause means somebody answered the phone. We got to send it to somebody. Uh, there, that guy was not on the phone when you answered. That's just how it works, right? When so, when you pick up your phone, they they go, oh, somebody actually answered it, and they switch it to somebody. So answer phone, hello, dead silent, and then all of a sudden you hear the background noise, and somebody's yeah. there. Hello, this is. Uh, Mike from Ramesh Ranganathan. Ramesh Ranganathan. Yeah, exactly. But their name's always like Mike or Adam. <laughs> yeah. And uh super crazy accent. He goes with Medicare. And I said, Medicare? And he said, Yeah, what are you, an idiot? Did you not hear that I just said Medicare? Now this is in a ter- this is in a like a complete Indian accent or whatever. I don't want to say Indian like it was an Indian. I don't he know. said that? It. Yeah, totally did. And I started laughing. I'm like <laughs> I was just uh, I was just making sure I heard what you were calling about. Uh, I'm I'm 39 years old and don't have any disabilities or anything. I I don't have I don't need Medicare. And he goes, oh, so you are an idiot. And I was like, what? I guess so. <laughs> and, he hung up, and he hung up the phone. Oh, boy, I had a bad day. Whoa. He was having a bad day. It's the best that's ever best thing that's ever happened. Ramesh. Yeah. I was oh like, dude, gosh. I just I just didn't hear you. I was just, I, you know, I was just making sure that I understood that you were calling me about Medicare. 
Oh, so you really are an idiot. No, he was calling you about Click. being an idiot. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I hope that made that guy's day because it just made mine. Wow. It just made my day. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you calling me at 530 saying that you're with Medicare? And then when I just repeat, now all I did was say, Medicare? Yeah, what are you, an idiot? Did you not hear me the first time? I said Medicare. And I was like, okay, all right, I got you, brother. I just didn't hear you. I'm 39 years old. I, you know, oh, oh, so you are an idiot. Okay, well, all right. Well, this was fun. Next thing, and he just hung the phone up right down in there. Wow. It was awesome. That blows my mind. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because I try to talk to these people all the time. Like, when they answer, I answer the phone, and I try to just talk in circles with whoever's answering the phone. And I, a lot of times, they get mad. They get really upset. I've had people get upset with me on the phone before. <laughs> I've never had somebody call me an idiot. <laughs> But I immediately, had, yeah, right off the bat, dude, I, didn't, for it. I didn't work for it. That was the crazy part. I didn't, I did zero work for it. And I was immediately <laughs> called an idiot, but I usually do work those people a little bit, right? Like if somebody calls me, I'll be like, hi, this is Mike with Medicare. And I'll be with Medicare. Yes, that's right. With Medicare. I saw. So what are you selling? So I, uh, immediately. Well, insurance. Oh, insurance. Okay. Well, I have insurance. What kind of insurance are you selling? Well, Medicare. Like I just totally keep on like, I'm going to play you. You're calling me bugging the hell out of me. I'm at least going to have fun. And then eventually they're like, okay, I get it. Like something, I'll get stuff like that all the time. All right. I get it. I get it. And they hang up. Like they're like, okay, this guy's just playing. An idiot. He's just having, he's, <laughs> he's an idiot. But now there's something in my file. Now I've got something in my file for telemarketers that says, because as soon as that pops up, that this guy answers the phone, it comes up on their screen. It says, this dude's an idiot. And they're like, oh, Jesus, I got to talk to this idiot. <laughs> oh i can't believe that happened. totally got called an idiot i got i wow. got i got asked if i was an idiot and then told yep yes you <laughs> are an idiot because you're 39 <laughs> that's why you, you're an idiot you called me man you called me and said this is mike with medicare and i said medicare well yeah that's what i said are you an idiot Oh geez, this is getting off to a good start. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally that, forgot about that. Thank you for the title, 39-year-old idiot. 39-year-old idiot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> that's unbelievable. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. So that's solicitors and people that call. I love playing with people to call me. I really do. <laughs> it is so much fun. Playing with people. Oh, so much fun when people call me. I had a guy calling about something, uh, some kind of uh, your credit card hasn't been used, but we can get your interest rate better. And uh, I actually talked to the guy for a little while before he finally got annoyed with me and hung up. I was like, hey, man, I said, what credit card can you fix for me? Like, what credit card can you make better um, on interest? And he's like, well, what, we're sell what we have is this credit card. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I've, already, I, I've, I've got a credit card. You said you could make my interest better. Well, yeah, we can make it better by giving you this card. So you said you knew something about my card, man. What were you talking about, man? I need help with this. Make my, make my look. You tell me what kind of card, what card. I got two cards. You tell me which one it is. And I'll tell you if you can help me with it. Well, sir, it's not how it works. Well, that's what the recording said when I hit one. I love playing with them. I love playing with them for a while. All right. That's enough of that. Oh, man. Have you pulled up anything on the Major League Baseball free agents? Because the first big one I saw was Trey Turner, $300 million, uh, uh, 11 years? Something like that. Something like yeah. that. To the Phillies, the Phillies are legit and ready to go. 
Verlander signed, DeGrom signed, like all the big free agents out there are making moves. Teams are making moves. What do you make of it? Uh, I have a question for you about this. So okay. Jacob DeGrom, who's, you know, I, you could easily argue as the best pitcher in baseball. Back-to-back Cy Youngs, um, had a little bit of arm problems the last couple of years, but before that, back-to-back Cy Youngs, and when he did pitch was unstoppable. He, he signed with the Texas Rangers. Okay. And, you know, if you're a free agent and the Texas Rangers haven't been a winning franchise for a long time, they've had some off seasons where they've spent money and they've really tried to load up. It hasn't worked out mm-hmm. since the, probably since the Michael Young days, maybe. Yeah. Michael they had Young. A few, Adrian Beltre. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Josh Hamilton. And, ja- right. Yeah. Um, and even those teams were had really good players, and they probably had a couple seasons here and there that were good, but they haven't they haven't been a winning team. They haven't won playoff games and stuff like that. That was Ron Washington years. Yeah. And you wonder why Josh Hamilton went back to the Coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, don't hang care, out with be, your coach. Be careful. Be careful how you speak about the God, Ron. Ron. I love Ron Washington, but oh boy, you know he he's got a he's got an uh, an affection for the powder. I know. I can't, he, it just is. I'm I'm not. Am I speaking a non truth? No. This is has he, he not been busted for that? This is a Ron Washington pro pro Ron Washington podcast. Hundred. So there's we no both, doubt about it. We every, both love that guy. Before every single baseball practice, we do. Ron Washington, the Ron Washington drill. It's just mm-hmm. pick progressions, but we do the Ron Washington drill. Who he says he he developed himself, which then he later on said that he got most of it from a coach when he was sure. in the minors. But yeah, this is mine. This is all mine. This is, I did this. Every coach copies yes. off of everybody else. Um, <clears throat> Jacob DeGrom. I mean, huge signing, great signing for Texas. But I mean, do you sign with a team that has not been very good for a long time? Uh, is it? it's hard to not think that it's in that case, he's chasing as much money as he can get. And maybe that's the case. Maybe he's far enough along in his career. And like you said, he's had a couple little problems with the arm and and maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to get as much money as I possibly can. I'll do the best I can with this team. If we win, we great. If mm-hmm. not, you know, I'm going to collect my money and then I'm going to live the rest of my life very comfortably. Absolutely. He could have made money somewhere else, but certainly. That's the thing. I, yeah. Texas is Texas one of those states with no uh, taxes and all that, no I income tax. So. so yeah, I mean, there's a lot to sure. there's a lot to that, man. I'm sure. I'm signing in Miami or Texas or you know or Florida or Texas somewhere where I don't have to pay that extra thirty percent tax or whatever comes out of your income. I, yeah, I, I I'll tell you what, bro. You're talking about that kind of money. I love winning. Winning means a lot. Mm-hmm. Winning means everything. But now you're talking about my livelihood. You know, I hate when people say, well, what's the big difference if he's making $300 million or if he makes $250 million? $50 million is the difference. <laughs> if I told you, here's $50 million, do you want it? You're going to say yes. And then if I say, nope, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and take it. That's that's $50 million. Yeah. That's a lot. Right. Um, so I guess, <clears throat> look, and that's fine. If you are... If you are looking for cash, if that's your main motivation at this point, okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it would just be hard for me to, to imagine, you know, you're going to be the only guy 
Or, you know, they probably have a couple young guys. I mean, they that thought that about pitchers. Bryce Harper. People were talking about that with Bryce Harper when he went to the Phillies. They hadn't been good for a long time. And then they spent all that money on him. And two, three years in, they weren't very good. They weren't great. And then all of a sudden, not only do they make the playoffs for the first time in a few years, but they go all the way to the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were they were already okay, weren't they? I mean, the Phillies? Yeah. When was the last time the Phillies were in the playoffs? I thought they were – I thought, well, they were at least competitive for the last three or four years. The Phillies weren't even in the playoffs when they had the expanded playoffs that the Reds made in during COVID. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I thought they were always – at at least for most of the season, like up there with talking about last year Atlanta. Or? No, I mean like oh. the last three or four years. I, I I thought they were at least like one of the better teams because they had Aaron Nola and they had they had a few guys that that were already pretty good players. But anyway, besides the point. Yeah, I, sorry. Uh, no, Tex- you, you digress. <laughs> it, it's it's interesting to see where guys sign and. For what reason? We don't know for what reason for sure, but it's just interesting that he went to a team like the Rangers who have a long way to go to be good. Um, But, and then, you know, the Mets have poured tons of money into their team the last few years, and they were finally, it finally paid off this year. They were finally good. Um, But now you lose your best, your best player, your best asset. Um, However, they went ahead and filled that hole right, right away. Yes, they did. Filled the Degrom hole with a forty-year-old Justin Verlander, who is going to make forty-three million dollars for the over the next two years. Each of the next two years, two years, eighty-six million. Good for him, man. That dude deserves it. He's he, he is incredible. The change. fact that he's forty years old or whatever, forty-two. He's forty. 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 The fact that he's forty years old and is still the best pitcher in the American League and. In his career, I mean, you could go out there and say this dude's like a Nolan Ryan right now. Like, this guy has been great since the beginning. Yeah. In Detroit. Yep. I mean, he had the one year where he lost 20 games and then all of a sudden was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. He had a bunch of, uh, what do you have, a bunch of no, he had a couple of no hitters and they had the commercial with the perfect game guys. And he's like, come on, man, I got three no hitters. And they're like, nope, still can't get in here. Yeah. I always thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, so it's he moves from the to your point the from the American League to the National League and fills that spot and um, it'll be interesting to see uh, you know you would think the Mets shouldn't miss a beat with that with that change but um, you never know when you know he's he's a pitcher and he's forty years old as good as he looked this year at any moment Father Time catches up to you at some point sure but if you're the Mets. You've got a guy in Jacob DeGrom who three and four years ago was the best pitcher. Nobody could even come close to him in baseball, but for the last two years has been injury prone. So you've had to deal with that with your number one anyway. Yeah. And that's why a two-year two-year deal is safe. Sure. Pretty safe. Yeah. So um, I good for both sides there. Um, you mentioned Trey Turner. That's a big pickup for the Phillies. Um Wilson Contreras, so they they went from one all-star catcher. Uh, the Yadier Molina era is over in St. Louis, and they, they signed former uh, Cubs all-star catcher Wilson Contreras today. Um, several other several other decent-sized uh, signings. I mean, those are the biggest guys, Verlander and DeGrom, and 
and uh, Turner, but um, oh, Jose Abreu signed with with the Astros, who are already the best team in baseball, and they signed Jose, Jose Abreu, Abreu to be their first baseman. Yeah, I mean, so what about uh, so what about Aaron Judge? Did Aaron Judge sign this contract with the Yankees? He three hundred sixty for nine years. Nine years, three sixty. Were you expecting that? Did you think he would go somewhere? I kind of was getting the feeling that he was leaving. I I kind of. I kind of felt like he he might stay with the Yankees, uh, but I had no clue what to expect. Well, I mean, you kind of get an idea what to expect when you see other what other guys are signing for. But um, it wouldn't have surprised me if he went somewhere else. But it didn't. It definitely didn't surprise me that he stayed with the Yankees. Um, it's always nice to see guys stay with the teams that they. And that they he's one with. of those guys that feels like that's who he is. You know what I mean? He feels like that kind of guy. Yeah, the kind of guy who would want to be in the same place forever. You know, he he feels like that Yankee great. He did the he's got the home run record in the American League now. All the different stuff. I mean, that's it does feel that way. Yeah, yep. At some point, the uh, ninety nine will be added to the seventy eight other retired yeah. jerseys. <laughs> yeah, that the Yankees have. Yankees have nothing but yep retired jerseys. I don't know how anybody can even get a number in the Yankees organ. That's why he is 99 because there is no other decent numbers anywhere. Uh, one thing I missed from a few days from I think Friday. Rizzo is back to the, is staying with the Yankees. Okay. Um, $17 million a year. Wow. Good for him. Uh, who was the other one I was just thinking about? Oh, uh, the other thing that I, that I missed somehow a few days ago that I just saw today is, and this is really mostly just because we're, Cincinnati people, but Jesse Winker was traded to the Brewers. Wow, so really? So we're, we're going to see him. a lot of him. That's not, man, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he fell out of favor in Seattle. He, he did not hit very well. And, and I think he you was, know who they do like in Seattle, though. Who's that? Is Auenio Suarez. They love, love him some Suarez down there. Yeah. Very likable guy. He was a fan favorite here, too. Absolutely. Um, hits home runs and strikes out so, 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 so much. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's, you know, I'm trying to look at some of these other guys. Jameson uh, Taylor went to the Cubs and uh, Robert Suarez to San Diego, Edwin Diaz to the Mets. Ed, he stayed he stayed with the Mets. Edwin Diaz was the one. He's the reliever that uh, comes out to that trumpet song, right? Oh, I got a kid on the team that that's his walk-up music is that trumpet sound yeah yeah yep um yeah that's it i mean you know a bunch of guys that yeah are are familiar names that have signed and i'm sure there will be more but those big guys are the ones who are the most interesting and guys this happens almost every year now in the nba too guys big big names great players change teams and it's always so fun to see how those guys change clubs yep. from one year to another. Yeah. So we'll see how that uh, plays out. But Chris, we have to, uh, we'll move on. And <clears throat> what's next? What do we have next? NFL I think picks. NFL picks are next. Uh, do you have any idea? So yeah. How did we do last week? Okay. Last week. I'm super. Oh, oh, how's this look here? Yeah. Take a look at that while I check these out. So NFL picks from last week is something that I did forget to check out but i will very quickly check this out so week 13 was last week i'm just speaking to the microphone um 
And let's see. So I have to tell you this, bud, but Andre, we we're gonna we're gonna get to hear Andre sing. Yeah, that's right. I'm feeling really confident about Andre singing now. The only thing that is interesting is most of the last what do we have like four five, five weeks left. Mm-hmm. Most of those weeks, he and I have similar picks, and yours are opposite of ours. So if you go on a run and we both get a bunch wrong. That's the only, I think that's the only way that you can pass. You know what I mean? Like you, you, or no, sorry. I'm on, if, I'm if on we, a good, if we right get now, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only way that there could be, cause I, it's, uh, it's like a two game difference. I it's think. a two game difference. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it also, it, number one, it depends on what their record ends up. They're going to end 13 and four. <laughs> uh, the way they look now. Why not? Why not? All right, so I have to quickly do this. So the Raiders got that win, so that's one for me. How did the Rams and Seahawks do? The Seahawks beat them by four. That's not going to work for you. Uh, well, you took the Rams, didn't you? Is that seven and a half? Yeah, but you took the Rams minus seven and a half. No, Ram- no Seattle's minus seven and a half. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, so the Rams covered that. Uh, and then Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and that was where they go. That was Pittsburgh won by three. Uh, so no, got that one wrong. Um, so I was two and one. Okay, you had Houston. Uh, Cleveland was no, seven. That, that they won by thirty. That's a loss. Uh, yeah, uh, thirteen, thirteen. Um, I took Indy in the Dallas. That was a blowout. That's a loss. You remember these, don't you? Absolutely. And then what was the last one? The oh, Jets and who else, who did I take? Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. That one I got. All right. So I'm one go. and two. You're one and two. I was two and one. So that leaves us at. You got a game on me. I was up four games on you, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Three games. I was up three games. So you three game. Games. Okay. So now I'm uh, 16 and 17. I'm 16 and 17. You are 18 and 15. 18 and 15 against the spread. All right, let's make this thing happen. Let's let's get a little better right here. It's time to work the magic. I need to get a little bit more out in front. You caught a game up on me. I'm going first. I got the I got the L right there. I'm going first because I know you're not ready, which always makes you a little. Uh, oh, you are ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then go ahead. No, no, you got it. Okay, I'll go first. Yep. So, uh, as always, we do this Wednesday nights. We pick uh, pick these games off the spread of Wednesday's spread out of the ESPN app just because that's what we're using. Um, let's start off. You know, the Vikings 10-2 and two against the Lions, 5-7. and seven. Why, how, why are the Lions a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game? Does something happen to Kirk Cousins that I don't know about? <laughs> I saw the same thing. I Yeah, I, I don't know. Hold on. That was weird. There's what what's going on? What happened to Kirk Cousins? Why in God's name would yeah. would the would man? I feel like I haven't. I did I I didn't listen to the radio today, but did something happen? I don't know of anything happening, but I took Minnesota in that too. So take them. I mean, I even if Kirk Cousins is hurt, Minnesota might be that much better than Detroit. I'm so confused on this, or I should say, still better than Detroit. Okay, I'm I'm going with I'm taking Minnesota in Detroit. Detroit is a two and a half. I mean, they, Detroit's been winning games and they've looked really good, but favorites against the Vikings, no way. 
Uh, let's go. Okay, here we go. Jags, Titans. Uh, Titans are four-point favorites. You never know what you're going to get out of the Jaguars team. They're so up and down. Titans, yeah, same way. Actually, I feel pretty good about that. Let's go Tennessee minus four at home. And then last but not least, uh, let's see here. The Dolphins have been on fire. You got the Chargers at Sunday night, six and six. Miami, that's a home underdog. Seattle, minus three against the Panthers at home. Man, I feel like Seattle should kill in that game. Uh, you just never know, though. I mean, Seattle doesn't go out there and blow teams out. So hard to say. And this is how I do my picks every week on this show. So you're just going to have to deal with it because I'm going to talk my way in and out of everything. How about Tampa Bay on Monday night? Did you see that? I watched yeah. I only watched like the last five minutes of that game. And when I turned it on, they're losing 16 to three with like five minutes left. They get the ball back, go down and score, stop them, get the ball back. And then they go all the way down and score on the last second drive. And that's with like three holding penalties by their left tackle, which that dude was, trust me, he's, he got his head scolded in because one of them was a touchdown pass with like, 30 seconds to go and said they got it with one second to go. Tommy, get him. Tommy, uh, Tommy get him. not not during the game, but he did say afterwards, he's like, I don't know how he got a holding penalty. I feel like I literally caught the snap and threw it immediately. I don't know how he had time to hold somebody. So I was like, oh, that's his way of saying, bro, you got to get your hands together, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, so then you never know. Does this mean Tampa Bay is getting on some kind of roll? 49ers are hotter than firecrackers. Maybe not hiring firecrackers, but they're they're pretty hot right now. Uh, Jimmy G is hurt, so they're going with some dude I ain't never heard of. Their third string quarterback, uh, so that could be a tough game. Although with all the weapons he has, may not be a big deal anyway. Uh, Chiefs nine and three versus the Broncos three and nine in Denver. Nine and a half point favorites. I don't want to mess with that game either. All right, how many games have I chosen so far? Two. So I just need one more. Yep. Uh, Bengals Browns in Cincinnati. Bengals are my uh, six point favorites. I am going to take the Cincinnati Bengals minus the points. This Bengals team is hot. This Bengals team looks good. Deshaun Watson does not look good in any way, shape, or form. Looks rusty, not very good. Our defense is taking balls away from people. This is going to, this could be a three turnover game for Deshaun Watson. Uh, and, and and the offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals has looked as good as any offensive line in the NFL since they've had their bye week. Going off what might have been the worst offensive line for the first half of the season, I'm loving it. Uh, and, and Burrow looks, looks um, uh, comfortable and chases back. And even though my man – my man uh, Tyler Boyd dropped a wide open pass in the end zone. I've never seen him drop a pass, much less drop one that wide open. Um, so I feel totally confident about this team. Piran is running the ball great. Plus, you get mixing back. What kind of one two punch is that going to be? Love it because he's got Piran earned his way of getting more touches, which it, it can be a good thing for a guy like Mixon. A few less touches, but when he gets them, do your thing with it, right? Yeah, Some breaks. So anyway, that's how I feel about that. All right. Um, I'm going to make this easy because I had three written down. Two of them are the same that you just picked. So I'm going, oh, there you go. All right. I'm going Minnesota and Tennessee. And then the only way, the only chance I have to pick up a game on you then <laughs> is 
Can, I'm taking Kansas City with all nine and a half Ooh, points. Ooh, that's a big one, dude. You I just know. never know. I just, I just never know. Co- the coming off a loss, they're a really good team. Coming off a loss, I just don't think – I think they're going to be hungry to to make a massive improvement over that game against the Bengals. Yep. And they're. I think they're going to want to kill somebody. And Travis Kelsey has never had two terrible games in a row. And I, I just don't think I also um, he is carrying my fantasy team. So I need him to have a big game. <laughs> that that bad one, that's, what, that's what it's all about. So anyway, I'll go ahead with uh, Kansas City and then we can move on to the Mount Rushmore. Of I love it. Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about this because uh, I think that I don't we're not going to have the same people on this. I'm just going to let you know. Oh, I OK. Because when I did my Mount Rushmore. I did my Mount Rushmore. Okay. I didn't go out here and go, I'm going to do the Mount Rushmore of, you know, the greatest players of all time. I said, I'm doing my Mount Rushmore. Okay. Right. So I don't have a Willie Stargell. I don't have a Barry Bonds. I don't have Bobby Bonilla. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do the one that I have written down after you do yours, and then I'm going to try to do one, my personal favorite. Pittsburgh Pirates one. Oh, really should we quick. should we do both of them? Should we do two? You don't have to. No, let's do two. Hold okay. on, I can do a. I can do a. I can do a. Act. You know, like who? The I, first three are really easy. just right off the bat. I mean, Roberto Clemente, right? Roberto right. Clemente. Uh, I mean, Bobby. Uh, I'm sorry, Barry Bonds. Obviously, um, I mean, the guy was a multiple MVP uh, winner before he left and did steroids. And then um, Andrew McCutcheon, multiple MVPs, phenomenal player, great Pittsburgh in his in his prime years in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was good. And then let's go with a fourth one. Let's go, ah oh, man, I don't know who would your fourth be for like the really good, like for an actual team. Do you have those three on there? The first, I I didn't put McCutcheon on mine. Okay. Um. The I, I the next guy that Bobby I would Thompson. think of would be yeah the, the shot heard around the world the first guy that I would think of was it you mean Mazeroski oh Bill Mazeroski yeah, yeah, yeah sorry who did I say um Bobby Thompson Bobby Thompson Giants right yeah he was the yeah. Giants guy who threw his arm out and had he had cancer in his arm or something like oh. that and he threw but there was another Bobby Thompson though right I don't know maybe no, that I'm was Robbie Tom- was that Robbie maybe Thompson? that was Robbie Thompson that that happened to all right was it Dave uh, Rigetti? Dave Rigetti. That might have been Dave Rigetti. I think it was Dave Rigetti now that I yeah. started talking. You know who's going to know this. I've been talking. I talk about this all the time. We used to have a book. My dad had a book Your when I was little. Know that for sure. He's definitely going to know who it is. Yeah. He's going to let me know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'll get a text Friday night. It's, it was it was Dave Rigetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, please. Chris's dad chime in. Uh, the next guy that I I mean uh, the first three I thought of were were Clemente Bonds and Sargell. Those are the first. Oh, Willie Sargell. That yeah. would be okay. I'm definitely putting I'm definitely putting Willie Sargell on it. Yeah. Um I even said him just a minute ago. All right, so then I am going to go with my with my personal Mount Rushmore. And I'll start with two Roberto Clemente, obviously dad's favorite player and and guy was an amazing human being and an amazing player. Andrew McCutcheon, I'm going with him because that was a he was really good for that team while they were really good. But I'm going back. I'm going back now. I'm going. I'm putting Bobby Witt 
on there. Bobby Witt. Who pitched for many teams, but did he pitch for Pittsburgh? Okay. Yeah, I got a. I'm staring at the baseball card of Bobby Witt with the Pirates. Maybe I should look it up because I didn't look it up. I just feel like I have a baseball card with Bobby Witt, and I always thought, oh, I'm gonna tell everybody that's my uncle Bobby. Yeah, I tell people all the time. I think I imagined him with the Texas Rangers. I think Bobby Witt played for 11 teams in 12 okay. years, but I'm going to look him up while, while you do yours. Right. Uh, but my last one, how do you not have Andy Vance like yeah. on your, on your most liked? I, I was thinking about like a Jason Kendall or something like that. And if I need to, I'll put Kendall on there. If Bobby Witt never played for them, but yeah, uh, Andy Vance like has to be on there. Andy Vance like, yep. That he was, he's in the bonds era, the bonds, yep. Bonilla, Andy Vance like era. Yep. Um, yeah, most of my, my personal favorite one is going to be as random, uh, guys I, I from that era got Bobby Witt Jr. The, his son uh, that's playing right now. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Very good player. Um, okay. My, my real one, Bonds, Clemente, Stargell, and I went with Honus Wagner. Wow. He never played for Pittsburgh. Who? Bobby Witt never played for Bobby Pittsburgh. Witt. All right. So I'm putting Jason Kendall on there. <laughs> Kendall was a good, uh, tough guy. Good, good tough dude, man. No, no batting gloves. That three fifteen for you all the time. Like underrated hitting catcher. Yeah. All right. So Honus Wagner. Uh, everybody knows Bonds, Clemente, and Stargell. Honus Wagner was one of the original. Uh, the original was it six or eight people that got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, he played. From 1900 to 1917. Do you know who the original players to get inducted into the Hall of Fame were? I've heard it a bunch of times. I, I mean, it would be uh, like Honus Wagner and Babe Ruth. And, Honus Wagner, Babe Ruth. Yep, know. Christy Matthewson, um, Ty Cobb. Yep, uh, Cy Young. I'm missing somebody. Again. Uh, Randy Witt, go ahead and chime in. Well, I had a book. All. I used to read that book all the time about yeah. this. I've, I've heard it plenty of times. I just haven't thought about it in a long time. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, Cap Anson or somebody like that. No, I don't <laughs> think it was like a Napoli Joy or Legit, whatever. I don't think it was one of him, or I don't think it was Cap Anson or like a Nelly Fox. It was somebody. It's like they're all like ones that you're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. he was the greatest of that moment. Oh, Walter Johnson, Walter Johnson, Walter Johnson was there the other one. the Georgia Peach. There you go. No, the Georgia Peach was no, Ty Cobb. Yeah. What um, was Walter Johnson? Uh, he, had, the, he had a nickname, too. The Georgia Watermelon. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. Ty Cobb. Was Ty Cobb the Georgia Peach? Who was the Georgia Peach? I don't know. I'm, you sure it wasn't? That sounds right. Uh, You're like, career, I don't really care. I got to finish this. Career stats as a pirate. Honus Wagner hit 328 in 18 seasons with them. Um, yeah. Uh, 394, 468. That was a slash line. Hit, only hit 82 home runs, but had almost 1,500 RBIs uh, and was, uh, let's see, 33 hits short of 3,000. Um, that doesn't say so. 862. Anyway, uh, Honus Wagner, of all the people on the list that I looked at, Went ahead and one of the greatest players of all time. I just there. I just went ahead and did people in the the modern era. Most most valuable the live uh, ball era. Yeah, yeah. Most valuable card ever, I believe. Yep. Um. Anyway, but you know, you talk about McCutcheon and Backy. Yeah, Paul Wayner and Pie Trainer and Ralph Kiner and Archie Vaughn. Ralph Kiner, that's one right there. I don't know who you're 
I'm painters put, and tainers and waners are, but I, I'll take a Ralph Kiner any day of the week. <laughs> You've heard of all those guys. Arky Vaughn, I almost put him on just for his name. But um, <laughs> I'm going to go, let's see, off the top of my head for just favorites. I'm going um, Don Slot. Um, I'm going. I'm going. Carmelo Martinez. Uh, I'm gonna go. Um, or did he? Am I thinking of San Diego now? All right, scratch Carmelo Martinez. Okay. Give me uh, for real though. Give me Dave Parker. Um, let me think. Uh, Dave Parker, huh? Yeah, I love. What did they call Parker. him? The Snake or what was his name? Cobra. The Cobra. Uh, let me see. Okay, Dave Parker, Don Slot. <laughs> Um, uh, Sid Bream, Sid Bream for sure. Um, and then you have, let's see, let's throw a, uh, let's let's give me Doug Dre back. Okay. Whoa, nicely done. Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, not with Pittsburgh though, wasn't that with he was hmm. with Detroit or was that with Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. He was with Detroit too for a while, wasn't he? Or no? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I I only remember. Oh, man, Pittsburgh. I used to know so much about so many things. <laughs> My mind is. Gone. Same, dude. What can you can't do to anything. make your mind go back? I used to know every stat, every little, everything from the '90s, and as a kid, yep, I don't remember anything anymore. Yep, yep, yep. Nothing. Uh, give me Wally. Back I thought Bobby then. Witt was on, played for Pittsburgh. Bobby <laughs> Witt. Yeah. Did he play for Texas? Oh, for like a billion years, That's and then he that. came back yeah. to Texas. Yeah. All righty. Well, um, we have. Wait a second. What? Okay, I, I didn't write down them. So mine was a. Uh, Nine seven. Yours is a nine six for Reese's. Yep. Uh, and I then, d- yep. Speaking of ratings, I think our last thing on the agenda today is our comedy special. I Chris. think it is, my friend. I think it is. Uh, I, I started the. I started off the the Mount Rushmore. Why don't you start off the comedy? All right. So if I I, I tried to listen closely, he said it a few times. I think it's Ramish. Ranga Nathan. They kept saying Something like Ram, like hey Ram, Ram, hey Ram. Yeah. So apparently the dude's pretty. He's a pretty popular guy. I mean, it sounds like in the way he's talking about himself in the UK, right? Like, I mean, good for him. So I still don't know too much about this guy. And um, I listened to a lot of this without watching it. Like I had it in my pocket and just had an earbud in. Wrong. That like accent makes. I use. I use uh, subtitles for a reason when I watch almost everything now. Um, so it was a little difficult. And I'm uh, totally honest. I didn't listen to the last minute, last 11 minutes because okay. I ran out of time. That's okay. Um, okay. Do you want to? No, go ahead. Uh, I... Yeah. Um, yeah. A guy that I've never heard of before, but apparently really big outside of the United States. Um, he's in his, some shows and stuff. So. Yeah, his, his appearance didn't match his, uh, or his, his accent didn't match his appearance. No. I, I expected something different. Yeah, you expected um, like a mid mid Middle Eastern accent sure. instead of a. His parents were Sri Lankan. Um, and but but do I, you know where Sri Lanka is? I'm gonna say if I if I gave you five if I showed three different people to you and they all looked totally different. One of them was this guy. Would you think that's what a Sri Lankan looked like? No. I just figured Sri Lankan was like Dutch or something. Just a bunch uh, of blonde haired, blue eyed. No, it's I think it's in Asia somewhere, but like the Middle East. Somewhere um, in the Middle East. Yeah. Um anyway, yeah, I he uh 
you know, he has a, he has a couple of kids and a wife and he talks a lot about that stuff. Um, as comedians do a lot, he, he, he's not bad. Yeah. I didn't really laugh out loud much if at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought he was good with his timing and his, and his, and his, what do you call it? Cadence or, you know, like he, his jokes were, were written well, like he didn't stumble over himself or jump out too fast or anything like that. I, I thought, I thought it did. I thought it was what pretty done. All right there. Yeah. He, he seemed comfortable. Um, see, I, I guess he, I guess he's been doing it for a long time. And um, so he was, he was fine. That's what I keep. The, the thing that keeps coming to my mind is he was fine. Yeah. He was okay. Um, but didn't overwhelm me or anything. I, I, didn't he, he there weren't enough twists and turns in his jokes in his punchlines there were sort of like it, it was almost a little bit too predict not that i could predict his punchline but like it didn't surprise me yeah you know what i mean so um i think for that reason i i just was i wasn't so i, I was i was um the, the, i was whelmed i did like the joke with the uh where they were somewhere and somebody asked for a picture with them or something like that. And then mm-hmm. they, they kind of chuckled at that. And then they were like, Oh no, that's not him. Yeah. And like, like if you look at this dude, it's like, well, who else did you think this, who else did you think he was? Oh, you're, we thought you were Ramesh. And he was like, I am, I had to show him my ID. <laughs> like, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, the, 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 the laughing about uh, watching a, a show. What was it? He was comparing something to, Oh, he was talking about his sex life. And if you're with your parents, uh, I apologize. This is going to be as awkward as watching a sex scene when you're watching a movie with your parents and going, oh, my gosh. And then turn anyway, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, you got a kick out of that. Um, yeah, but I'm with you. I It, it wasn't it, this, the beginning. I, I yeah, I. Not that the great. middle to the middle end was not was pretty good, but. Nothing special. So you didn't see any of that second episode or whatever, right? Where he he was because this was like a two part, like oh shoot, it was a two episode. Right, there was two episodes. Oh no, yeah, but the second one was not. The first one was just was the comedy special, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah, he was. No, I didn't watch any of the second. He was sitting around with his family and just talking, and they were just joking around and. His mom kept asking, like, so what do I get to do in this thing? And he's, like, making fun of her for expecting to be involved in yeah. his special. And his kids, his one of, like, his oldest son says something kind of funny. Um, so, anyway, it's just his whole family just kind of sitting around and, and just hanging out. Um, that was probably maybe even a little funnier than the special, yeah. to be honest. Well, that's too bad. I wish I would have seen that then. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I I went ahead and gave this a two point seven, okay, you know, which is just barely above average, about average. I had it at a three point oh, but I changed, scratched it out, and wrote down three point two. I oh. gave him a couple extra points. Okay, I didn't think it was bad. Plus, I feel bad that I didn't fully enshrine. I didn't fully partake in the episode like I should have. Yeah, you know, last few minutes, no big deal. Anyway. Yep, uh, so there you go. I'll tell you this. I don't remember what his closer was. That's how if it was great, I feel like it wasn't maybe I good enough to, to make you remember. Okay. I don't feel so bad then. Yeah. All righty. 
So we've got to uh, pick a couple of things for next week. Yep. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. So I've got comedy for next week. You've got Mount Rushmore. Um, I went lazy on the Mount Rushmore this week. Just picked a team. <laughs> I like it because I feel like whenever you do something like that, it turns into you know a three or four week deal for us. Yeah. So because I'm going to use it now. Good. I'm about to use it. Good. Those are fun. I mean, they're fun. This is a sports podcast. We did a we did this one time with the Sacramento Kings. Remember that? Yes, that I was do. a good one. I do. It was a good one. Um, Speaking of that, I just saw this. I saw ice. I was watching uh, YouTube something and. I was scrolling on it, and there was a 13-minute Jason William highlight film. I'm sure I've seen it. And I watched 13 full minutes of Jason William highlights. Yes. By the way, white chocolate. That dude was sick, man. Yeah. A lot of fun to watch. His birthday was just a couple weeks ago. So, like, anytime that's why I was out there. Yeah, the pulls highlights resurface. That, uh, I remember something on Jason Williams seeing that he would – go to his high school gym down the street from his house and put a square on the wall. Do you see this too? And just throw around the back passes at that and have to hit the, and hit the square. Like that's what he would do. He just try to make the craziest passes he could around the back between the legs over the anything, but it had to always hit the square wherever he was out on the court, dribble around and always, I thought that was pretty slick, man. No wonder. Cause he was pin point accuracy on balls that I don't know how he, I don't know how he got the ball to leave his hand and go that angle to hit somebody. Yeah. Yep. Those that he was really fun and him with Chris, Chris Webber's Weber. passing ability. Yeah. Vlade Divac that was another one underneath it. It said, it said Jason Williams to Chris Webber. And it was another like 12, 13 minute. That's all it was, was just Jason Williams and Chris Webber. Yeah. Oh God. I love those teams. Speaking of birthdays in the NBA, happy birthday today. To Larry Legend. Hey, happy birthday, Larry Legend. How about that? Speaking yeah. of Larry Legend, uh, Celtics, Lakers, always a huge rivalry. How about them Lakers, baby? Hot. Uh, eight out of ten, I want to say, something like that. Hey, when AD's playing, these people when AD suddenly he showed up. Yeah. When AD's playing, this team is good. Yeah. And they they are he's he's playing very well right now. He is, yeah. Um, so yeah. Good for the Lakers. Uh, Parker actually wore his purple Lakers shirt, to, uh, sweatshirt to school the other day. He won't wear any Lakers stuff to school. We've had this conversation yeah. on here before because nobody likes the Lakers because nobody likes LeBron. But yet all his buddies have like Kobe jerseys and Kobe sweatshirts. And I was like, dude, I just saw a dude with a Kobe sweatshirt on the other day. Yeah, but he doesn't like the Lakers. I said, he, he's got a Lakers sweatshirt on. Like, what do you mean? He's got a Lakers sweatshirt on. It's okay. And then he actually grabbed it out of there when they won a couple games. And he goes, you know what? If other people don't like the Lakers, I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. Nice. Good for you, brother. Adam, it's about time. Excellent. That's good. Uh, okay. So comedy next week. Okay. Comedy next week. Uh, there's a gentleman who is in this New York class with the Normans and the lists and the Marils yep. and those yep. guys. This guy's really funny, I think, and um, he's not as much of a household name, I don't think, as those other guys for some reason. Okay. But he's every bit as funny to me. Uh, his name's Phil Hanley. Okay. Um, Phil Hanley, and he just came out recently with a special on YouTube, and it's called Ooh La La. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Phil, for making me say that. Ooh La La. 
Yeah. All right. So Phil Hanley, ooh la la on YouTube. Check it out. We'll rate it next week. Not to be confused with Phil Handy, Lakers assistant coach. <sighs> what a terrible jet. What a terrible last name to have to grow up with. Handy. <sighs> oh, <what? laughs> no, that's a good thing. That means you can fix things around the house. You're very handy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fix cars and stuff like that. And that's what I was thinking. Yeah, good. Um, so uh, I'm going to say, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going a little different. I, I just decided. I, I switched it up on the, I said I was going to do something with a team. I'm switching it up. I'm going to go with the Mount Rushmore of Michael Jordan. Oh, commercials like okay yes 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 i i just That's look i'm looking over here this fruit of the loom over here and i'm like you know what little haynes his way you know he did the haynes forever what can i do there i was thinking about you know favorite under underwear brands and then i you know we're just going <laughs> michael jordan Michael Jordan commercials. Beautiful. There are so many great Michael There's Jordan. There's a lot commercials. of really good ones. Oh, that's that's a great. Oh man, that's great yeah. thinking. Okay. All right. We've got next week settled then. Okay. We've got it settled. We'll do we'll do comedy. We'll do Mount Rushmore. We'll do the NFL picks. We'll have some Reese's. I've already got I've got five more weeks of Reese's stuff sitting in my I've, fridge. I've got one and I wonder if you bought it or not. It's a, it's one, it's part of the, uh, it's probably going to be the grossest thing we ever do. Is this the one you bought? You bought like, oh, last I already tell you about that. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. get one of those? Uh, no. Okay. No, good. Not, okay. Good. That's right. We already talked about this. Yeah. Um, so, so okay. uh, actually, you know what I did see the other day was one of the Reese's where the bottom half was green from Halloween time. I almost bought one of those, but I ended up not. Is it? We won't see those for till next time. Is it now green from mold ah, because of it's been? I think it's a lot of Frankenstein action. Frankenstein, Frankenweenie, Frankenstein. Okay, um, that's it. I mean, right. we've got. We'll have plenty of stuff next week. We might have some Xavier basketball stuff. Absolutely, we, we got the crosstown shootout this weekend. So hopefully, I get to boast about that. Maybe we have some. Maybe we have a guest on talk about it, and go from there. Right on. Till next week, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>